Hey, it's Lauren Gold of The Who, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, in the studio, studio. attempting fate. Putting questions to the songs of which we'll randomly select you with the help of our friend Synchronicity. And now it's time for... Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Starburns. No, I'm not. Hanging out here in an undisclosed location in Highland Park (laughs) with our musical guest, Zach Schaefer. Hey, Zach. Hi, Andras. Great to have you. Well, great to be here in your space. Yes. And uh, with your friends. That was a, the last segment with your son. Who's was also kind of my friend. Adorable. I, what a great kid. Yeah. What an amazing kid. Super talented. Very bright. And you two have a fantastic... I felt like had a little Kramer versus Kramer moment. The good parts where they yeah. were just like... Two it's buddies. like it's like if or maybe Kramer, I should say it's like if Kramer from Seinfeld had a son. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it became Kramer versus Kramer. It was, no, there's no verses. It's just Kramer and Kramer. <laughs> so uh, and now we're joined in the studio by one of your friends, yeah. a fellow named Joe Kennedy. Everybody knows Joe Kennedy. Hi, everybody. Hey, Joe. And now I just want to say I'm definitely not hearing anything from him in my headphones. Okay. I don't need to, but as long as it's getting picked that's, up. Oh, that's because I turned it down. Oh. There but it go. has been getting has picked that? up. That's better, yeah. Was it getting? Oh picked? yeah, no, absolutely. This is just the uh, just the monitor. Monitor, yeah. Okay, cool. So, hey, Joe. Hi. So, uh, how do you know this guy, Zach? I first met you through our mutual friend Eric Johnson, who is a sort of poet, painter, raconteur. Mayor of Los Angeles sort of character. He's been on the show before, and I love the man. What? Eric Johnson's been on the show? Oh, I've known him many years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we connected as Phil Oaks fans. Of course. Okay, awesome. So I met Zach at uh, a birthday party for our our other mutual friend, Michael Vest. That's right. And Zach and his bandmate, Norbert, were uh, playing every Beatles song, (laughs) singing two-part harmony, at which point I came in and added oh, the, the third part. It was, the, uh, the color was added all of a sudden. Yes. One it was you- probably about 1999 or something. That sounds right. And uh, we were just, it was funny because L.A. is such a tricky place to meet people. And Norbert and I were just like these sort of free-floating electrons trying to interface with anybody musically. Mm-hmm. And we go to this party and we had been here for, I think, a bit. And it was just like, cricket, like nobody. And then we just meet this thing who just, you know, knows every song, plays every instrument, is just, just the great, and so we were kindred spirits from then, and Joe was sort of our fifth member of our band at the time, where he was busy with other stuff, we would always, Joe was the guy, and I 
say this, but I mean it, where you invite him to come and sit in and he doesn't fuck up once and he outplays everybody and he's, you know, half out of the bag. <laughs> so and what, what is your, what, and your, uh, your instruments of choice? Keyboards, guitar mainly. Yeah. There's other things I could play to, you know, professionally. To yeah. And you do your own thing as well? The yeah. Joe Kennedy. What's, yeah, I what's... write songs and I compose and you know, tour a lot and... On your as as Joe Kennedy, I, don't, I haven't toured as myself, but what I've, do you tour? What I played uh, with such artists as Ariel Pink, uh, Sia, Pete Yorn for many years, Macy Gray. Do you? And, she must have known Walt Vincent. Yeah, I know Walt very well. Walt and I played in a band together for many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which yeah. one was that? A band called The Previous, Mr. Jones and The Previous, and then The Previous. Okay, this yeah. is funny. We have these connections that I yeah. didn't even know. Yeah, and also Walt also played in Josh's band. I did not know that either. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, really funny. There you go. So anyway, so you played with Pete Yorn, you played with Sia, you played, so you played some big rooms. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and do you have any of your, is there like a, a, a Joe Kennedy project? Or? There is, but it's kind of dormant just from the, I, I'm just making other music, paying bills most of the time. So that's the, well, it's out there. I have a solo record. You can kind of find it if you dig. Well, I, I hope our listeners don't have to dig, and I can provide a link which will get them directly okay. there. I'm right. on that record, aren't I? You are, I think, on that I record. I think yeah. I am on you that record. You are on that a little bit. Is that, yeah. So, cool. There, what is the name of that record? Van Cortland Park. Van Cortland Park. Yeah. Wonderful. And you're, are you proud of it? Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Ringing such endorsement a, such an artist. from the artist. Such an artist. <laughs> this is why publicists and managers are invented. Do you remember that time we were in that guy's studio whose name won't be mentioned and you and I are sitting there working on something and he comes in and these people from a post comp post house around the corner come in and he just this guy just talks a fucking blue streak about how awesome this play and it's like it's a fucking garage with a with a you know a, a, a Digio 2 in it and he just makes it sound like it's Abbey Road and they all walk out and Joe just looks at me and goes Man, I wish I could talk myself up like that. <laughs> yeah, well, self promotion is not really my thing. Yeah, okay, no. well, <laughs> le- let, let me let me endorse it. Okay. okay, all right. If Zach says it's good, it's probably good because it is good because he's very you know he has he has rigorous standards. Well, I know that we laughed harder at those rehearsals than I think just about anything. Yeah, Zach. Yes. On the mic. Sorry. Put one in your oh, ear. Hey, fine. We laughed harder at those rehearsals than anything. Yeah. Oh, I did. I just did what you said people do. Which is what? I looked at Joe when I spoke. Yeah. yeah I, I need to get the Garth Brooks mic, I it's think. It's so counterintuitive to Fucking be able to. Asshole. That's God. why I set myself up over here. So I'm looking at both of you. That's right. So now we can cut this out or not, but I am curious. When Zach told me that he invited you, you were like, <laughs> that guy hates me. And but, you, I was like, but you have that with everybody, apparently. Know, so it's not a big deal. A lot of people think I hate them, but I don't. And I was, I was so happy. I was like, I definitely, I definitely do not hate him. But I, but I get into, you know, we in. But this is, we're all victims of a psyop called social media, mm-hmm. and I, I have lost. I was saying to my friends, I've lost more friends through that medium about things that we agree on mm-hmm. generally then i have lost friends of people who i like i've, I've lost all my republican friends are still around but my democrat <laughs> you have my, republican friends <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean well, if, you know what we're not fighting about the, we had there's no point of conversation i don't see their shit 
you know, I've I was in like I was in Nightmare on Elm Street, and I was and I have a lot of friends who are sort of fans who know me from that. And I think there's probably a, we do a lot of stuff in red state, go to cons in red states. So I think I meet a lot of people who are Republicans, but they don't see my. I don't you think, get you get algorithmed uh, out I, of them. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But somehow you and I, because we are we like we're into cool interesting music and we have lots of friends who are into cool interesting music mm. we must have stepped uh, you know got stepped up to each other over something and i don't like i honestly i don't even know so i I'm think so it was pretty curious. mild I think i'm it sure was, it was it, was, yeah. well, it had to be politics stuff yeah. right because that's yeah. the only thing i really get aggro about i never argue about music if you don't well, like yeah. something social media is awesome because you can get into a huge <laughs> argument with someone that you completely agree with that's yeah. that's what i love about <laughs> social media I, I took all of my music stuff into a private group because nobody cares what I think about music except a small group of right. people. <laughs> so that's all it would be all day long is yeah. me talking, saying things that nobody cares about at all. I mean, nobody cares about pictures of my kid either. But. Right. No, I certainly don't. Actually, your kid is like, I almost give a shit. Like, because Joe's kid is so cute and obviously like a really, really like well-made kid. I'm like, God, I almost give a shit about this person's kid. <laughs> yeah, any picture's good for a good solid 40, 50 likes, you know? Yeah. So. Anyway, so I, I... Oh, I love giving my son shit for, like, if I put a picture of him on Facebook and it doesn't get over 100 likes, I'm like, dude, mm. you've got to fucking step it up, you oh, know? You're, you're killing me, man. Like, come... Like, you, you're bringing shame the to the The only thing family. that will get 100 likes from me is if I said I was committing suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I, there was a there was there was a, a post that went around recently where someone had tagged. I got auto tagged in a photo. Someone had died, and the, 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 the post the picture they posted looked like me. So Facebook auto tagged me. So a bunch of people thought I died. So I had to put a corrective post saying I'm not dead. Right. And it got like you know eight likes. But of course, but, but of course you did it all cryptic. You're like I'm okay, and I, and I was out of town, and I'm like, was there a hurricane in LA? What happened? Why is Joe? Because I don't know. I obviously didn't think that you had been auto-tagged, and I thought you were dead. Although, in What's-His-Face just died. Auto-tag does sound like like what the Grim Reaper does. Like a, like the Grim Reaper on the internet. Like, can you imagine? I like guess it's, a, the, it's like the, a New York the, thing. The, the like poor fellow who did pass away was the one that got auto tagged. I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, what's his face? Leon Redmond just died, and I had a bunch of people send me links because apparently, there's, there a there's well, when I had the mustache, there's right. a likeness. Right. It's so that's so funny because someone. Uh, so I I, was, I have the, my record that's going to be coming out later this year, and the guy who's working on it. He described me to someone as being like Leon Redbone. Mm. I was like, that's, I don't know how you got that, but I love Leon Redbone, so sure, why not? I, I was, you know, I don't care what you, like, this is the part of the thing about self-promoting thing is like, mm -hmm. if someone wants to say something right. glowing about you that is totally inaccurate, right. just let it stand. Yeah, it's like, he's <laughs> like Velvet Underground meets Hitler. You're like, uh, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> if you're into that, if you come out to my show, right? I, I, you know, I always thought that Leon Redbone was the same guy that did Father Guido Sarducci. <laughs> like, I thought it was, it was just a character he did, but yeah. apparently Leon Redbone Don was Novello. an, was an yeah, is that his name? I think that's his name. Um, but yeah, so it's fun. Yeah, Leon Redbone. Poor, poor drink yeah, for poor our homie. Don't so don't actually in the studio. Nice so, uh, well, <clears throat> let's, Joe, why don't we get to, while you're still with us, <laughs> yeah. you're still among the living, uh, <laughs> what's your question for the Pop Oracle? My question for the Pop Oracle. See, I probably should have prepared this ahead of time, mm -hmm. so now I'm going to go. But you're, of... you're actually, I have complete faith in you because you're, you're, Joe's actually a card carrying Mensa member, so I have great faith. I in lost you. the card. Oh, <laughs> you're a, a figurative. I'm a, I'm a virtual. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. So this could just be a question sort of about anything. Yeah, anything question. in the world. Anything. anything you want to talk about. Anything you want to explore. Okay. Um, let's throw this out there. Let's see. Um, you can edit out all the silence, right? Yeah, no. It's Absolutely. I, just, I think it's the first time I've ever seen you think. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's just like it's coming out. It is the first time I've seen you. Um, let's see. What's a good question for the Oracle? I didn't know this was part of it. I didn't I'm sorry. I had to I'm a, I, my production is not my strong suit. Yeah, take a moment. Have a drink. Yeah. Okay, so my question is... How did your life change? Your life, Zach Schaefer. Hold changed. on, hold oh, on. Oh, it's got to be more vague. It's got to be about you. It's got to be about you or the world. It's not for oh, about Zach. Me? Yeah, it's not about yeah. me. Oh, it's about me. Yeah, yeah like it can be about like, me. Nothing to do. Am with I me. gonna? Oh, is okay. my rec- am, I, am I ever gonna oh, like okay. my own record? Oh, that's again? a lot easier. It's just yeah. a magic game yeah. question. <laughs> you know, am I gonna get laid tonight? I can talk about myself. To absolutely, you come on. Okay, for yeah, the no, no. This Zach just gets to play the music and be in service. All right. Okay, my question for the okay for the pop oracle. Um, what will I be doing with my music career six months from now? Okay. That's a Joe good Kennedy. one, right? Yeah, that's great. Okay, that's a great question. Now give it a... Oh, wait. So now get the thing. music ready. So now to engage... I'm glad the funeral isn't the answer to yeah. this song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, so, maybe, maybe it is. The question is where... No, I already did that one. <laughs> where will... So the question was... What will I be doing with my music, music career in six months? In six months. And now to engage the pop oracle, you get to spin the wheel of eight. Wait. Na, 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 na. Song number five, Magpie. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> I hope so. I wonder how it's going to answer. Okay, ready? From a factory under cloudy skies to a seven bedroom penthouse at the top of a high rise. A sermon on the floor of a disco everyone will know When you're 17 you can see the stars There's a dream you want to dream on the screen with a man from Mars Hammered to the mic, you're the new queen everyone will know Oh, magpie in the back you you bear now you change the world cause of what you wear oh magpie now you disappear healing maybe mend there's a chair to make you fair someone there to make you feel again walking on the hands of the faithful everyone will know in the frigid air you Escape the scene. There's a photo of a doppelganger girl inside a magazine. The masses rise again when you beckon. Everyone 
Another war with their families So everyone will know Oh, magpie in a shotgun shack With your TV shows and a broken back Oh, magpie, tell me how you feel Say it one more time Tell me love is real Oh, magpie, start your sharp descent I can see you now, this is permanent That was Magpie from Zach Schaefer. I didn't screw up at all on that one. That was the answer to Joe Kennedy's question. And it, Where will he be with his music career six months from now? So now before we get into interpreting it, Zach, you're dying right. to tell us about the, about this song. Well, I just think it has something. I'll let you interpret but it. But if you have ideas, go for well, it. Well, I think the song is about, um, it's sort of a mishmash of David Bowie and Madonna. Okay. And so I think there is an answer in that. In the sense of it's about a, a, a character like that, or musically, that's what you're no, trying it's, to do? No, it's, it's about that kind of star, that kind of star who rises from this sort of like grimy a, industrial... Someone like, oh, I was thinking like Sia, or like he, like a big like a big pop star. No, no, no. I think it... I the way, Well, David Bowie and Madonna both have the thing in common where they're shapeshifters. That's right? what I'm saying. Yeah, like, uh, yes. Got it. Have uh, different phases and characters they sort of play, and they and, they go down to the underground and they pull things up, and uh, and so that was I was just intri- I was intrigued. I think I saw that David Bowie documentary where he's so wildly fucked up, and he's like I think he's like literally snorting cocaine <laughs> in in the documentary, and I just thought like just the story of Bowie where he's just like his manager took everything, and he was like riding around in a limo, but he was broke, and and I just I. I just, I don't know. I was I was just intrigued by how fame, like what that does to people. But in terms of the interpretation, which I'm going to let you do. Well, what's a, what what does magpie mean to you? What, what a magpie. I think I might have gotten it wrong, but I thought a magpie was a bird that mimics the calls of other birds. Did I get that wrong? I'm not. Did I get that an, wrong? I, I, ornithologist. Let's pretend that, until someone writes on a comment section that I'm wrong. Okay. But a magpie is a bird that... Ca- that m- is it not the mockingbird? It's the mockingbird? Yeah. The mockingbird sounds like it's mocking. Right? But I thought a magpie did it too. And that's where I got it from. Eh, also, the British call Madonna Madge. 
So I kind of took Madge Magpie. Oh. That's well, oh, ooh, okay. So well, that that, was not even more. There's even more here. So, so it's basically about a you know that that thing they do where they would take and yeah. reform. And that was Madonna's genius. Is I'm yeah. going to go down to the clubs and and repackage it for everybody. So right. it's it's just a it's just a word. You yeah. Know, and cool. Well, Joe. What did you think about that as the answer to your question? Well, I know this song from having played it with Zach. Yep. And, um, was it okay that I sang a little? I, I, I sang it off the mic enough, but I couldn't help I was sing a little to chime in with my <laughs> I was parts. hoping he was going to. I didn't know if that was a done thing or not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm cool with whatever. Yeah, okay, so Joe. But I always kind of thought that song was sort of, uh, I mean, I didn't really know it had that kind of... Uh, Background. I didn't know that was kind of the meaning or the hidden meaning of it. It's maybe sort of a song about uh, someone who's kind of directionless, or someone is you know sort of like uh, like you know, it, where the future is kind of uncertain more than anything. You know, like it's uh, that's kind of how I always yeah the feeling I got from that song. I love hearing other people's interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. Well, it cha- so now, but how do you think it relates to your question when you think about where you're going to be? Your music career is going to be in six months. I mean, uh, it's uh, hopefully it'll be something a little different. Maybe yep. something that I'm not like uh, seeing right in front of me at the moment. Something that's um, maybe a different incarnation of me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be up for any of those of those things. I think that's that's what I was thinking of is that you the ability to reinvent your your. It sounds like your question is is making some reference to the abil- ability to reinvent. Right, and so and I'm this kind of and this song s- is absolutely about that. Yeah, and I'm kind of at that kind of point in my thing, my curve of like my career where I've kind of, I've mostly been a touring musician kind of guy for 20 years or so. And now we have the baby and I'm kind of not really doing that anymore. So I'm kind of, I I do have to kind of figure out a new thing for the next. Yeah. I just hope you don't end up in a shotgun shack with your TV shows and a broken back. That, that lyric I hope has nothing to do with your life. Well, you know, we all. It sounds have, okay, except for the broken back. I know, like the, the, the lying in bed watching, you know, TV that on painkillers. That fine. sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a couple of ideas here. First of all, there's a a clever line that makes it that brings back a haunting memory from my childhood. And th- since I think we might be we're similar ages, yeah. I'm wondering if you have maybe all of us. Maybe you, there, we share this memory. I'm younger than him. Oh. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're both younger than me. But you have a grayer beard than I do. So, uh, I remember. You remember when we were kids, and on Sun, like on Sunday morning or sa- on Saturday and Sunday mornings, it seemed like they would have these like sort of Christian parable, like horror show, like like some like there was cautionary tales of people who did terrible things and it was very scary for kids like i felt it was very scary you're talking about davy and goliath it's not davy and goliath okay. but it's like live action it would it, it looked what i remember was the production quality they looked like welcome back cotter episodes about kids doing stuff but there were harrowing consequences and in one of them <laughs> this kid got into a refrigerator and died in it yeah. And there's a line in this where you say, in the frigid air, yeah. you escape the scene. Yeah. But I was wondering if you, when you wrote no. that, there's a clever no, part of you no. that was being in the frigid air, I like wish. you killed yourself in a refrigerator. Because that's a great double on top. That's, that's what that scene happened. And I'm so like, <laughs> not that I'm hoping for that for, or, or thinking that's going to be the answer for you. It's just when I saw that line, I just had this like moment of like, I haven't thought of that since I forever. And. That's I could see me. that happening. It's a kind of a hot day. <laughs> yeah. AC is not working that good. I go into the refrigerator to cool off, and yep. I can't figure out how to get yep. out. 
that's right. That could possibly happen. Did you hear the Jay Leno story? I'm going to tell a story from I, that I heard in a podcast, which I think is terrible <laughs> for him. He was in Boston. He's living on Calm Ave. And someone, unbeknownst to him, is moving in, and they leave their fridge on the street. And he comes, and he's like, oh, that's a hazard. I better rip the fucking door off. <laughs> so he rips the door off the perfectly refrigerated. And they come back like, hey, did you see who ripped the door? He's like, no, no idea. <laughs> Like I, uh, I can do shit like that. So, um, uh, but I guess, I mean, the song is about tor- like about being with big, playing with big rock stars, and since that's something that you've done, it seems qu- sort of obvious that that could be something you'd be doing in six months. Mm-hmm. Although at the same time, from what you're saying, it's almost like it's it's the opposite. It's almost like it's telling you what your past was. It's like, as, mm-hmm. and in a way. Not in the arc of this song, it ends up with the star being in a shotgun shack with a broken back. Yeah. But as the player with them, it's almost like the opposite. It's like like the Bowies and the Madonna, Madonnas burn themselves out, but the players are the slow and steady wins the race kind of people. And so mm-hmm. you had your rock star arc, but instead of landing in a shotgun shack, sort of burnt out from all the fame, you, I hope, saved some of that money. Because mm. <laughs> you have a kid now, mm. and now you're dirty <laughs> <laughs> work. <laughs> and now you're getting to explore your rock starness, your own whatever that's going to be, you know. And I think, yeah. So I, I think that's that arc of going from the kid is 17 and ends up playing on big stages, which sounds like that is what you've had, mm-hmm. to now. Why, like in a way, like you said, in a shotgun. Maybe like, okay. Let's let's. Well, unpack. no, Joe. Joe is a is a just. I love your interpretation, except just to bring it back to Joe is is the guy, and I just want to have this on tape. Uh, Joe's the guy that when he arrives, everybody plays better, and that's that's sort of he was. Joe was never like, hey, suck my dick, and he's yeah. never that guy. He I'm was the glue guy. You were just like, I'm oh shit, guy. Joe's here. Fuck, get it together. I feel you like know? that. I think I feel like he did that to this session. He did. Do you notice? Yeah. Like, because when Paws was here, it's just bullshit. Well, you know? no, it's also <laughs> when Paws was here. You guys have such like, I there. That's an impenetrable. Yeah. I couldn't enter the field no. that you guys created. I could just sit and bask in it. Uh, Whereas so I feel funny. like I actually am a part of this yes. conversation. Well, yeah. Paws so, <laughs> so no, I like the idea. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull rank here, even though it's not my podcast. It's, yeah, it's, no this is pull, Joe is gonna reinvent himself yeah. in the way that that Madonna and and Bowie did. And, okay. Because uh, like them, he is. Well, let's just do one thing here. Let's unpack because you were when you say everything but the shotgun shack and the broken back. Now, literally, that sounds like a negative thing. But let's unpack just those words. I don't know, like, uh, like a, okay, uh, like if you if you like if you like alcohol and guns, a shack full of shots and guns (laughs) is not such a bad thing. And then again, if we think metaphorically and we think of a shot as just whatever can inspire and a gun is whatever shoots or an expression or an idea out into the world. So a shotgun shack is not such a bad place to be inspired and shooting musical bullets of inspiration uh, into the, into the ether. We, no. we live in a time when, in fact, it's way. It's I mean, you could probably be a way more effective artist just in a sh- in your shotgun shack with your computer. Well, isn't every than you might every, be isn't torn. every practice space pretty much? A sh- I mean, right. some of the places right. we've shared have definitely been <laughs> shotgun. Shack. An actual shotgun shack, right, is a house that's just a straight line, right? I think that's what a shotgun shack is. 
You can, oh, you can I've, I've lived in one of those. Really, it's like a straight. You can it shoot actually a it shotgun had bedrooms off it. to the side, but yeah. It, yeah. That, I think that's what it actually. Oh my is. god, I've lived uh, in one of those. Yeah. Okay, and then so let's now again. Broken back sounds very bad, but yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot of different ways you could go with this. One of the things is just like we could just think of the the past as being in what's behind us, what's in the back. So sort of a break from the past, a break from whatever was in the past, a clean break in that way. There's also, and I don't know, you know, I'll just throw this out there, but the, I, when I think of Broken Back, I think of Broke Back Mountain, and I don't know sexuality about, well, I wouldn't go into that, but I think that there's something about, it's very, I think it's very hard for men to, especially who are very critical or very critical of ourselves in the world to just love ourselves to be in a homosexual relationship with ourselves in our shotgun shack and something about like something about that about being able to like go off into that shotgun shack and fall in love with yourself and what you do you know in that place so that might be a place so six months from now i could you know if i was going to just say just we now we've decoded that line right sitting in a studio of your own making Finding a moment of peace away from the familial hurly burly, being able to take your whatever shot of whatever it is that closes the doors a little bit, even if it's just like listening to another song, it doesn't have to be an alcohol or whatever, creating these bullets of inspiration to shoot out into the world and doing it in a place of really loving yourself. Like, this is my vacation with me, because you're going to be giving a lot of energy to this, uh, you know, your kid and all mm-hmm. these other things. And it sounds like you've spent a lot of time giving your energy and being the glue for all these other people. But being able to go to a place where it's just Joe time, mm-hmm. that could be a good place to be six months from that now. That could be, yeah. Yeah, like therapy. This is, exactly. <laughs> my dad was a, a psychologist. So, there you go. Yeah, we all, all right. become, just like, <laughs> my dad would let me play my play drums, but he let me analyze his... Yeah, <laughs> my parents' relationship at <laughs> a very you young st- age. You stare at your navel. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, Joe, uh, I, you're going to provide me links so I can check out. Yes, we can let people know your music. I will. And six months from now, I'm going to reach out to you. Okay. Maybe and, I'll come on. Maybe and, on social media. Oh. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. It's getting late Wednesday Shall we go another round? I could drink this whole bottle. The dragon is slain. The sorrow is drowned in this time so ephemeral. Like a short and sweet farewell. When the child.
ocean, the sky is a cloud, the future is gray. Hear your name like a mantra, swear it echoes from afar. Through the fog in the valley, red and raven are closing the bar. Gently beckons to me